whole life to do anything. And if you, I'm looking at it from this perspective. By the time you're pretty much 40, mm-hmm. you're considered like, oh, you're getting old. And there are things that you should have, could have, or would have done that you were like between the ages of 20 and 40 to do that now you're 40. It's like either unacceptable, it's too late, or you're just like, you, you don't have the time, you don't have the energy. It's like something's always off. So it's like you don't have your whole life to do anything. It's like seize the moment now because... By the time it's like the things you would do when you're 20, you can't do when you're 60 because you're 60. Mm-hmm. So it, it's oh, what I'm trying to say is, like you said, y'all no, <laughs> what I'm trying to say is, seize the moment because one, your life isn't promised, and then two, there's different stages of your life. So it's, I hate when people tell me, like, they're like, oh, you're young, you have your whole life to, like, I don't know have a family or be in a relationship and it's just like the type of relationship that i would be able to experience now Mm -hmm. in my 20s will Mm -hmm. not be the same type of relationship i'll experience in my 30s and so why not experience it now at this stage Mm -hmm. why wait because of some formula because this life formula that people have set up Mm -hmm. why are we following formulas if we're all individuals well here's how i conceptualize it i like exactly what you said we all took that bullshit class about shakespeare we all hated it like, I mean, maybe we liked it. I don't know if everyone likes it. But it's like, for the most part, like, come on. But it's like, we learned about dynamic characters and static characters. Dynamic characters change, static characters stay the same. All right, imagine life as a story, right? In a story, we're dynamic characters. And I say we make static character decisions. Like, I'm going to be the, like, who was it? it? It was the other guy or some shit, or even me. I'm like, yeah, I want to be in computer science. That was a static decision, so I thought, when I was like 19. Here I am, like 23. It's like, I'm a mechanic now. I'm doing other shit now. I'm like going around. I'm trying to write fucking books and shit. Like, I'm on a whole nother level compared to where I was when I was 19. So it's like, literally, don't be afraid of change. Like, don't be afraid of anything. Like, just the... I don't know if anyone's religious in here, but I mean, I'm, I'm a Christian, but it's like I'm open to what people have to say. If you have something good to say, I'll listen to you. I'll hear it out. And if you don't believe it or if I don't believe it, it's like whatever. But it's like you have something good to say. Why the hell not? Because it's like I got good to say and I want people to listen to me. So I should listen to them. But it's like the Bible talks about when a young man gets married, uh, he leaves his family and it's just him and his wife from there on. And I pretty much took that and I thought about, well, why should I wait till I'm married? It's like, why not now? It's like, okay, maybe you still live with your family, but it's like, why not now? Like, the idea of, like, walking with God and walking in your purpose in life, too. It's like, literally, it's like, why should we have to keep, rel- like, when are we going to break ourselves off? You know, it's like, do you, like, lady, like, do you really want a man that's always like, oh, I got to go back to mom, I got to go back to mom, I got to go back. Because literally, what a female may be thinking, it's like, okay, well, I got my own shit and you got your own shit because a relationship is like two people have like their own bullshit and they're still coming together as one. But then it's like, well, now it's like all that weight plus he still has to go back to mom. So it's like, that's why there's always that vision of the man has to have his independence. And now with women, it's like even they, they I think especially with African-American and African-American community, it's like women have learned like we got to be independent from the jump. Because there was that No, we've bullshit. been forced to. Well, okay. <laughs> but, well, yeah, okay, I mean, but yeah. She makes a good point. Yeah, she, she, well, I was about to get to that. It's like, we have to be independent from the jump 
because there's this like low level nigga mentality. It's like it forces it's like it forces us like she said, like we have to fucking do this part. So it's like everybody has their independence. So what I'm saying is like take your independence and you walk with God, you walk with your future, you just take that leap of faith. Because literally all the bullshit that you worried about when you were like before you got to where you are now, all that worrying and crying and anxiety that, that we had Aren't we just fine now? For the most part, it's like we're still alive. We still got some shit going for us. It's always going to be like that. Yeah. At the end of the day, if you're still breathing, you're cool. Even if you're like, mm-hmm. right now, I, oh, have, yeah. I have a homegirl who's homeless. Mm. But she transitioned from having a home to being home. She's staying in a homeless like place. They, they help you it's for the youth. But like right now, her spirit and her energy is the best it's ever been. Mm. And because sometimes you have to be broken down to be built up. Very and true. Very and true. um. I don't know where I was starting with this, so I'm not really sure where I'm going. No, but unpopular opinion, that's what you were saying about the whole independence thing. Yeah, I get that, but actually, you still, as a society, especially in American culture, we have this whole separatist movement, this thing, but I think that's where we fuck up. Mm. Because strength is in numbers, and it's been proven, and it always will be. And yes, you do have to have your own your own thing going on in your own lane, your own little bubble. But it takes us all oh, to yeah. make something Most happen. Definitely. Most definitely. Most definitely. Well, I was, I, I didn't specify, but I was speaking more so from experience. Because me, what I noticed is was, before I graduated college, it was just, oh, my mom's going to help me out with this. My family's going to help me out with this. It's like everything was guided for me. It's like you're just, like, guided. And, like, being an only child, it's like naturally they're just going to, like, kind of spoil it. And I'm like, I want to get off this shit. It's like, why do I want to be here? It's like literally I had to break off, like, bullshit. It's like a few weeks where I just didn't talk to anyone in the house. I didn't talk to any of my family, really. I'm just like, I'm going to do this shit myself. I'm going to quit this job, this shit job and go get a better job myself. I'm going to save my money. And I've been on that for, like, the past few months now. And like literally, like shit's taken off. And it's like, yeah, like she said, it's like you you have your time to be independent, but you gotta have a team. With regards to that team, it's like maybe it's not like a team of people that's giving me money and stuff, or maybe it's not a team of people that's physically helping me, but it's a support network. It's like other friends, that's what I said, your circle is important. It's like other friends give you inspiration. Do you really wanna hang out with folks that are always talking about, yeah, 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 I went to the club and got dumb high and I fucked and all this bullshit? Okay, like, yeah, we have our fun and all that shit. At the same time, it's like, that's vice. That's idle ambition. That's like not even ambition. That's just idle pursuit. It's like, literally. Especially when people smoke. It's like, your mind's on another level. It's like, you you literally, like, for those of you who've ever smoked, it's like, you, you think about your imagination. It's like, it literally, like, conceptualizes right in front of your eyes. So you what you what people do, and they may not know, but it's like they get high, and now they have all this bullshit around them. They have the low-level music. And we all like different music. I'm not saying we have to be like, That's Yoda. not true. No, no, no. Let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. I'm talking about what some people do. It's like... Oh, what some do. Yeah. No. No. What some people do, they may get high, and they surround themselves. It's like, maybe the people in their life, and for whatever reason, they maybe they didn't know themselves. But it's like, sometimes the people weren't you know, operating on a higher frequency, right? Fine. So now it's like they're on another level because they smoke, right? When I smoke, it's like you get on another level. So it's like you're on another level, and now it's like manifesting itself two times harder than it normally would. Because it's also about self-knowledge too. It's like are you sensitive to your surroundings? Like literally, do you pick up on everything? Can you pick up on people's vibes? Can you hear what people don't say? 
That's that's another part of it. But it's like if you're operating on a, if you're around like a certain bullshit level, if you're around like just this low level frequency, and now you're around that when you're on, like when you're high and you're on a level, or your mind is open to where you can take in anything, it's like now it's manifesting itself two times as hard. That's why you have things like, be careful what you see, be careful what you listen to. So yeah, I get you on that. Or, or when you said about the vibe and energies, for whatever reason, I've always been good at picking that that type of stuff up. Yeah, like it's, it's just uh, you can just you know, it's it's like I, I based off you can you, you can go some people you know how you can you can go off looks how somebody might be looking mm-hmm. or it's just a sudden change in dynamics of and it's just it catches me off guard. It's yeah. like wow, it's like, yeah. are you okay? You know what I'm saying? So like oh, yeah. I've always been that type of person where I can easily been able to pick up on different types of energies that come my way. But um, like your um yeah, so that I, I just wanna. Say that real quick. Yeah, you get to talk, talk like, like, bro, yeah, hell yeah. But, you know, you can, okay, so, coming from a person who has recreationally used marijuana. I I was a two-year stunner. If I could do it again, I would. (laughs) I, I just recently quit for different reasons, but you can actually take that, the experience that is being elevated, I call it elevation. Mm Mm-hmm. And harness it because mm. oh, what yeah. something what it does is it can cause you to confront the things and the recesses mm-hmm. of your mind that mm-hmm. you refuse to, yes. and it brings it to the light. Yeah, and you can also right. take mm-hmm. it and the thing, the section of your brain that you don't turn on frequently because in our culture it's just so like wake up, gotta get it, gotta get the money, gotta get the grades, and it's so like analytical, cut and dry. You don't really open that other side that's mm-hmm. just like free. You take that, and I have used it to do some amazing things. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Like, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and, yes. Uh, but you have to harness it. See, there, there's people who do it, they take it, and they're not harnessing it. So mm-hmm. now their brain, their energy is just going everywhere, their vibrations are everywhere. But if you take it and you do it with the purpose, it actually can be quite beautiful. Yeah, yeah, that, that's that's what I'm saying. It's like, well, we talk about the negative side. Of it. Let's talk about the positive side. Like we talked about, like what happens when you're around like the low level shit, high level shit, right? So it's like one of my experiences. I remember, I've always been like a nature guy. So I remember, I remember one night I was just like thinking to myself and like all these ideas. And it's like even after you stop smoking, it's like maybe you've unlocked that side or what psychedelics have proven to do. It's like. Literally, some people say, well, once you do it, you never go back the same. Because literally, it's like something is like literally cutting open your mind. It's like, view this shit. It's like people that do DMT, they talk about like an angel. DMT, it's, it's, it's the chemical. I think it's like a chemical like in your dream or whatever. It's like we all, like a lot of different things have DMT. But what it does, they say it's like a, it, it's actually lasting like five to ten minutes or so. But it feels like a long time. So it's like, let's just say a higher strain of LSD, if you will. That's, that's pretty much. So what people that talk about, it's like they, they have like this contact with this, this spiritual being. It's like everyone that's talked about it. And this is one of my friends that told me because he did And like he tells me everyone that he talked to. So it's like a lot of people talk about they have this contact with this higher spiritual being. And it's like, you know, even the Indians, you know, there's throughout history, it's like the, the Indians did psychedelics and things of like that. And they talk about the spiritual being and the spiritual realm and you have to unlock yourself and all this other stuff. It's like, yeah, we want to get ourselves like mentally and physically and financially. Like you said, it's like analytical. It's like, okay, get your real, get your job, get your money, and then that'll bring you your happiness. And then that'll just like, no, wrong, bullshit. Because if you make the, if, if you make that your happiness, just happiness in general is something that's going to go away because it's an emotion. 
You're supposed to seek happiness mm-hmm. first and everything else mm-hmm. will fall into place. Yes. But even more so than that, it's like you want happiness, but it's like based on what? Maybe you want happiness based on something material. That's not good. But if you want happiness based on the fulfillment of your purpose in life, like I know I'm fulfilling my purpose every day. I know I'm actually getting up. I'm, I'm inspiring other people. It's like, like it all starts with self-knowledge. It's like, what is your purpose? And that's something you may not get tonight. It's, you may not get it till you're like 30. But it's like the more you seek it, it's like the law of attraction. The more you seek it, the more it comes back. I got this one friend, right? She's, she's always on that whole law of attraction thing, literally. And it's like, the people you hang around, I can't stress that enough. After I hang out with her, some good shit happens to me later. Like, she's all about the positivity stuff, like law of attraction and everything. So it's like, with regard to the smoking, to get back on top of it, it's like, you do anything like that, if you, if you, just search your imagination. It's like left brain and right brain. Just search that like carefree side. Just search that imagination. Just it, don't don't trip yourself out because like you can't have a bad trip. But like just search your imagination. Face certain things too. It's like face that bad dream. Face that like experience. It's like people always ask, well, why did this happen? Maybe we're not asking the questions right. It's like maybe it's too many whys and not enough. Well, how did it happen? Or where did it happen? Does this building resemble the same building that this traumatic event happened to? Like literally, because people, it's like, oh no, don't, 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 you know, I don't want to go there. I can't do that. It's like, well, why not? It's just a bit like, no, no, no. There's something that's connected. So now it's manifested itself on a, a physical level too, to where you don't even want to go certain places. It's like on every front. And this is what the Bible says, it's like we battle with like spiritual things, right? And that's just not scripture. That's like a lot of different things. It's like everything's a spirit. It's like you see us, we're just like shells, right? But we have spirits. It's like literally, you take away your clothes, you take away like everything, you take away all your favorite things. Who are you? Like you kind of think about that. It's like if I took away your video games, your 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 phone, your makeup, or whatever you want, like, like who are you? It's like you kind of imagine yourself maybe with just like a, a t-shirt and some pants. It's like, okay. Build off of that person. Just kind of looking in here. I did that one night. I looked in my room. I'm like, all oh, this photography I took doesn't mean shit. Like, none of this decoration, my lights, my flag in my room, like, everything, it doesn't mean shit. Mm. No, like, in a mean, like, in a mean, it's like, this. It's a reflection. This. It's a reflection. Of the, un- of the unseen. Mm. It's a, like, it's a material, it's you materialized. Mm-hmm. Because it's your spirit and what it is and wants mm-hmm. just in a form that the rest of us can see. Okay. Fine. But at the end of the day, it's like, if it were all gone, who would I be? It's like it has this meaning with regards to her specified domain. It's like how we see it and saw it. It's like it's on a physical plane. Very true. But it's like if someone were to take it right now, if you were to lose it, if it were to go up in a fire, it's like, would you still be the same? And like literally, most of us, like if like a lot of shit happened in all our physical things, it's like logically speaking, we can sit here and talk about spiritual resolve all we want. Logically speaking, we're going to be kind of shaking a bit. Like, come on, that's everything that you have. And some of those, like your car, it helps you get to your job and to your friends and to all these other. So logically speaking, yeah. But for the most part, it's like story of Job. And pretty much like he lost everything. Family, friends, his wife, and every, like everything. But then he got something back. Like he got it back tenfold. So it's like there's this whole thing of the, a doctrine of detachment that people talk about. And like detachment isn't necessarily like, Detachment pretty much is I'm not going to allow myself to be so caught up in this person or this thing that I lose myself. Because here's what happens. And I speak from experience on this. 
It's like, had this one girl I dated, stopped talking, and then, like, just everything. It's like, it was like, it was my first one, too, so it's like, shit really hit hard. So, like, literally. But here's the thing, it's like, if you didn't have anything going on before you met that person, you don't have anything going on. Like, I'm not saying, like, by default you don't, but I'm just saying in, in an example. It's like, if you don't have anything going on before you meet a person, if you don't have anything going on d during the time that you're with the person, it's like it's gonna be that much more hard to make it go when shit hits the fan and when like they're gone. And because it's like you're so fucking caught up in them that when they leave or something, it's like part of you left with them. Yeah. And then it's like you yeah, literally, it's like, literally, it's like you, you, it's like people say, well, go do something positive with your life and that'll take your mind off things. You're like so depressed. You can barely do the basic shit and get out of bed. What makes you think you're gonna be disciplined enough to carry out like this big task to make your it's like literally, it's like have it's like here's the detachment. Have your own life outside of that person. Have your own life outside of whatever it is. It's like it's like scripture says, like where your treasure is or where your heart is, so is your treasure. It's like it's like if you really want to attack someone's heart, it's like probably get something in inside of their head, like get something that you know is like a, a no-no ground, or take something that they value. It's like if you value your camera like so much and someone were to swipe it. They got you. You value like what? Like you like crystals or something or makeup or I whatever? Love crystals. Alright. Crystals or let's say makeup, right? You like are you a makeup person? No? It's cool. I mean that's a side job, but mm -hmm. honestly if you wanna if you wanna crush me, there's nothing I'm not attached to anything. There you go. Earth, so. so there there it is. Yeah, I was gonna say like I I would be kinda upset because I oh, paid you five hundred dollars. Very much so. But I'm not but gonna, you know I'm not that gonna you could be that. Yeah, it's not, I'm not gonna say that's a shit. For me, it's, like, things you can't, like, you know, my dad passed away last year. That's mm. something that's, like, you take something like a family or a friend, oh, they yeah, can't get back, but mean. things can be replaced, and we have to get away from this, like, material culture. Yeah, I'm not really culture. a person. I've cut people off because they were too materialistic. I good. just can't be around that energy. Good, good, good. You that's know, very I, good. I feel like, for me, I feel like, at the end of the day, things and items, is, they're always, they're, like, they're limited. They're always going to break eventually. Something, like, right. you know what I'm saying? So, it's, like... I'm not gonna. It's it's no it's no point in me sh like stressing and really just mm -hmm. you know becoming devastated over something that's broken like something that, or something that's broke like it's broke. Like if say if I snap this pin, you know right there. You, you know what I'm saying? There you go. It's like it's it's more it's uh like you said, family is something is that I, I view as something that yeah. like, you can't. You, once somebody dies, it's it's nothing. You can't get them back. You know what I'm saying? So family in close friends, people that, I, I feel like, for me, when, friends, I consider most of my friends family, like, because mm -hmm. my, uh, my pops told me a while ago, he said, friends are overrated, and I, I mean, it's like, they, they shouldn't be friends, like, if, if, if they, if they really ain't for you, if they're really gonna, you know, support you, they, they should become a family to you, mm -hmm. so having, having friends is overrated, yeah. so I, I consider every, everybody that I really fuck with is a part of my family, mm -hmm. so, when it comes to that, like, if something were to happen to them, something was to happen, you know, to my blood family, something, or it's not even that, because sometimes you might not even be that all that close to your blood family, because everybody's grew up different, you know what I'm saying, so, oh, yeah. it's always about what I, what's, what me will be my family, if something mm -hmm. happens to them, that would probably shake me up a little bit, mm -hmm. a good bit, you know what I'm Very saying? Very true. It's, it's, it's that type of thing for me. We pour ourselves into these tangible things that are on this earth mm -hmm. that, you know, when they, like right now, even, it's probably in this room, like, if somebody were to come and smash your phone, 
Your whole life is fucked. You don't have an alarm clock. Me, per that's why I keep a paper agenda. I can't remember shit because I smoked way too much my freshman year. So, uh, you don't have an alarm clock. You don't know when your assignments do. Like, your whole life is fucked. And I feel like we leave ourselves vulnerable when we do that. Mm-hmm. That's why it's important to pour ourselves into the intangible things of the earth. Because, like, you can't, well, you can take a minute, but you can't take away experience. Mm. Once you've had an experience, you've yeah. had it. I like nobody can Hell snatch yeah. that yeah. from you yes, no one true. can take it no one can break it so we need to pour ourselves into experiences time spent Ideas. and not these tangible things that someone can throw away there you go that's that's perfect that okay so it's, it's good because it's like i had this one friend i'm like you know if i had 300 dollars right now what's the average price for a passport like 200 or 150 or some shit 300 let's just say 150 even though it may be more 300 dollars 150 bam that's in half I got a passport. By the time that passport comes, I've worked so much at my regular job or whatever that I have like, I can maybe put like that 150 back with the other 150. So now I have 300 again. So I allocated my resources to where I bought a passport, took that little sacrifice, and then saved up more money, put it with the other 150 left over, and now I have 300 again. So I have 300 plus a passport. Buy an experience. No one can take an experience from me. Legit, go, people say, well, go all over the world. Fine, so be it. But we have, the U.S. is one of the most versatile countries. Literally, if you look at our, even at a geographical level, look at our fucking terrain. We have the desert out west. We have the rock, we have the mountains. We have, God, Georgia's weather by itself. Is just <laughs> like, literally, it's something, like, it was just, like, fucking 22 degrees, like, at one night, and now it's supposed to be, like, 7 degrees next Tuesday. Like, literally. So, buy the experience. Like, I'm glad you said that. And I, I like what you said about the family and relation thing. Because there's this one guy who has a podcast, he says, like, come up with versus words. And here's, here's the thing he meant behind that. It's like, have your own definitions of things. It's like, maybe not, like, too much because you don't want to get too caught up that you forget, like, the foundation of things. But, you know, have your own definition of things. It's like, family, he, he says versus words. So, like, family versus uh, relative. You can have a relative, like an uncle, Who's and maybe they don't do much for you, you don't do much for them, but they're just your blood relative. You can have a friend that's a family, you know, you guys have fallen out and gotten back, but it's like, before you know it, you trust them to babysit your kids. That's, like, li- like literally, like, that's some, that, like, what's the difference? The blood, that's it. Other than that, they've gone beyond the call of duty. Maybe you've gone beyond the call of duty for them. It's like, define your own words, like, Perfection. It's like write shit down. It, I tell people write shit down. I got this from Jordan Peterson. It's like learn how to write, learn how to read critically, and learn how to think critically, and learn how to speak clearly. Cause you're a weapon, and especially as black people, it's like people are. And you're young and you're black too. It's like this little thing that we're doing right now. Some if we were like doing this, like maybe like I don't know if we're doing it right now. Some like let's just say high up adult came in. And maybe they look like, you know, that's nice. Little college kids are doing that. You know, one guy graduated, but the college kid, like, no, you fucking idiot. This is not just something nice. This is real life shit. We're actually trying to fucking manifest this shit to change our life. This isn't something cute because people, people have that thing. It's like, look at the, what the kids are doing. That's cute. And then you read these stories. It's like fucking seven-year-olds and eight-year-old, 11-year-old boy just got into like a college. Like he literally, he's so smart. He just got into college. This is how great things start though. Yeah, it's exactly. It's like. You may not see where they're going to be, or you may not see them at their height, but it's like, this is where it starts. It's like, literally, what if I just said, oh man, there's only like three people here, fuck this. 
Like I tell I tell people all the time, fuck everybody. Like when you're trying to pursue your dreams, fuck everybody. Like what what's the most that's gonna happen? People are gonna oh, look at Ramirez, that nigga trying to be a photographer. Look look at him, he trying to make some money. He trying to he he trying to he think he gonna be like you really gonna knock somebody from like doing something productive with their life. And what the fuck are you doing? Hmm? You probably just idle. You just hanging around. You know all this shit about a bunch of grown men who. Bounce balls and shit. You don't know shit about yourself. You know more about the president and all the. Literally, if anything that Donald Trump does surprises you, you there's no hope. Literally, he's been he doing the same voted shit. For him. L- l- literally, you you've done it for like two, he's done it for two years. Every single day, he's in the news for some bullshit. This shit doesn't even surprise us anymore. And people get so caught up in it. It's like yes, we know we have a fucking orange asshole in the office, but Jesus Christ is like, we can put that much more energy into ourselves by the experience. Learn the difference between your friends and your family. Like, try to, God, just do something with your life. That's what I'm telling people. So it's like, yeah. But that something could be anything. And I really hate when people mm-hmm. shoot people down. Like, I had a couple of friends who didn't go to college. They went backpacking across Europe. I fully support that. Good shit. Because doing something with your life can mean we set that based off an Anglo-Saxon standard. But... Why does that have to be everybody's standard? You could be perfectly happy uh, with a hut in some no-name country Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. growing oranges for the rest of your life. And that could be the peak of your happiness. Who says we all need mansions with Rolls Royces and designer clothes? And I think that's where we also fuck up. We're all we're all reaching the same standard of happiness of success, and we need to switch up what our standards of success and happiness are. That's that. I think that's what Seneca said. You would actually like to read Stoic philosophy. Like, go look at my reading list on my website. I'll link it to you. Go. You'll like that shit. But Seneca says the poor man is actually rich. But what do you mean by that? Okay, you have money. You have a job. You're doing good. Oh, wait. You didn't give us your money for your car? We'll take that back. You didn't pay your monthly fucking rent? We'll take that back. Now you're fucking poor. Or at least you're poor in a physical stance. Like, you you don't, like, realize, well, damn. Maybe, I, I know so many people. I had a friend their family went bankrupt, yo. Now he's having dinner with the fucking governor. Literally. Like a few years ago, he's having dinner with the governor. They have a full-on operation. They're helping kids. They're helping youth. They're helping like everybody. Like literally, it's like what she said. You can be happy like growing oranges in a fucking hut. Like it doesn't matter. Now, of course, you need money to get to that point to where maybe you can like sustain yourself. And now obviously we need money for our jobs and we need money from our jobs for our bills and stuff. Logically speaking, yeah. But get to that point where it's like, okay, Maybe you keep a job for the rest of your life, or maybe you keep a job until you retire. But don't let that job be something where it's like, if they were to cut you off, I guarantee if they were to cut you off, before they put you in the obituary, they've already have you posted on Indeed. That's what the quote is. It's like, before, it's like literally, corporate America won't give a shit about you. Literally. It's like, we just want workers who are smart enough to do the work and dumb enough not to ask questions. Yeah. You went and paid $40,000 for a degree, and we're going to give you fucking... 10 or 50, you're gonna start you off for like $15 an hour. Literally, $15 an hour, 40 hours a work week. You get paid bi weekly, and then after that, you take that on to monthly. So it's like bi weekly, which is pretty much like four weeks in a month, bi weekly. So you get two paychecks a month. So that's 24 paychecks over the course of a year. Fine, two times 24, two times 12, 24. So you do all that work just to get like a couple of paychecks. And then it's like, even from those, it's like, 
most of it isn't your money except probably one check because at the end of the month you got all your bills coming out anyway. You got bills, taxes. Yes. Exactly. Now you have kids. Now you want to do this other stuff. It's like, okay, if you're going to work that, if you're going to live the regular life and just work and live, so be it. But what's your pursuit after that? It's like, I say your hobby should serve yourself, but your passion should serve others. It's like your hobby, it's like you don't really want it to turn into like something where it's like, I mean, if you want to, you can, but you don't, how I conceptualize, like, my hobby, I really like photography. I don't mind doing photo shoots for people, but knowing myself, it's like, man, now I got to edit their pictures within a certain amount of time. If it were me, I'd edit it, like, whenever the fuck I'm ready. So that's my hobby. My passion, writing, reading, inspiring people, trying to gain knowledge. That's why I turn into a business. I'm writing a book right now. I'm trying to, like, set up connections. I've already given a speech. You saw the speech on Instagram where I talked in front of, like, the Clayton County, the mayor. Like, that's my fucking passion. So it's like, whatever your passion is, weaponize that shit to kill your lower self, kill your lower habits, kill all the lower energy within yourself. That's what, that's what I got the tattoo for. It's like the whole, like the switchblade right here. It's like, kill your lower self. It's like that shit that we talked about, those bad habits that you do every day. It's like, fight that shit. The next time that temptation comes, the next time that urge comes, the next time just anything comes up, that vice is like, even, I got, to, oh shit, I just found $5 in my pocket. I'm gonna go spend it. No. Because what happens next? Your friends come over the weekend. Hey, let's go to American Deli. You don't even have $5 for a fucking drink because you spent at the fucking vending machine. It's like, kill those lower habits. Every single... And like, count your victories too. Mm-hmm. It's like, make, like, th- like everyone just... Realize of, your yeah, victories. Realize your victory. Yes. Yeah. It's like, literally, what's some shit that you guys may have stopped doing, but you didn't really like take the time and congratulate yourself for? It's like, seriously. It's like... Man, I used to do this when I was young. I used to be like a hot ass, like mouth, like a hot mouth, like always popping off and shit. I, I used to be like this. And now it's like, well, damn, I kind of stopped that. Even if it's like something you were doing when you were a kid, it's like people say, oh, when you were a kid, fine, but still count that. Because some people never grow up. What I learned when working with people is some adults are nothing more than grown up teenagers. L- literally. Most. <laughs> Mo- most. Literally. When I was a kid, it's like, Kind of think about how you're thinking. If, if you look at meditation, they talk about meditation is like, if you look at any introduction video to meditation, they say, just notice your thoughts. Don't try to analyze them. Yes. Notice yeah, okay. It's about so, coming like, yeah. to terms with your thoughts, not eliminating them. There you go. Philosophy teaches us the domestication of emotions, not the eradication of emotions. So it's like, notice your thoughts. So it's like, when I, and like some people, I'm not trying to brag here, but like some people, maybe they're kind of like born with proclivities to certain things. Other people, they cultivate them over time. Either way, but it's like when I was young, a personal story, I just remember thinking certain things. And people always be like, well, I'm an adult. And I could think it, but I just couldn't verbalize. It's like, well, you're an adult, right? Because yeah, I, I'm not going to lie. I was a bad kid at times, you know? I got some stories. I'm not going to say them now. But it's like, it's like, I remember one day, it's like, well, I'm an adult. Okay. It's adults that are killing each other. It's adults that can't come up with a fucking decision on Congress. It's adults that are in jail. They're like, yes, tell me how you are such an almighty powerful being, adult. <laughs> like, like, that's what I'm saying. It's like, people say, well, oh, they're just a kid. It doesn't matter. It's like, no, some things, it's like, if you don't, if you don't cut the fucking head off the snake, it just grows. That's what I wrote about. It's like the dead snake theory. It's like, if you ever chop a, uh, the head off of something, it's like, you know, the theory, you know, the quote, chop the head off the snake. Or you ever kill a bug, you know, you see a bug without a head, it's like movement or any animal. That's the fuck, that's what the dead snake theory that I wrote is about. It's like, imagine that bad habit as a snake. Chop the head off. 
and now it starts spazzing out before it finally dies. That spazzing out represents the, the bad habit trying to give one final push to come back at you. It's like, you know, it's like, what's the quote? It's like, oh, you know, I prayed to God to stop cursing and now everyone's just testing my patience. Literally, it's like, you see that, it's like, well, I, I told myself I'm going to be calm with people and that's the very day. It's like, why are we having this argument over something bullshit when it never happened before? That's the dead snake. It's like, literally, when it's in a, like, that's what the Bible talks about. That's what, like, the New Age theory is about. It's like, everything's on a spiritual level. It's like, literally, once you speak it into existence, like, I'm going to stop this shit, it gets hard. And most people run from that shit. Like, if you say, I'm going to stop doing this right now, guarantee it'll sneak up in a way you don't even know it. And if you think you're just going to, you know, fortify yourself with all the positivity and not face the issue, it's like pretty much you have all the armor on, but you're not actually going out and fighting the enemy. So you don't have a test. Therefore, it's like, hey, guys, look at me. I, I have all this fucking armor. And then the bad guy comes. It's like, well, okay, you have this armor. You have this weapon. Do you know how to use your sword? No, but I got all this shit. It's like, no. Like, maybe you take a hit. Maybe you fuck up. Fuck up on purpose. It's like it's better to fuck up now when you're 19 or 20 than when you're like 40 and you got to drive Sarah to soccer practice. Because now <laughs> you're fucking up in front of your kid and then you're becoming a toxic parent. And now the cycle just cycle keeps continues. going on. People talk about generational curses. Literally, listen to some of your parents' story. Listen to some of your aunt's story. Listen to your aunt. Literally, notice it about your family. Don't, like, I have a thing like judgmental and being critical. Everyone makes a judgment. You judge people off of how they dress. You judge people off of how they talk. But critical is a hyper extension of being judgmental. It's, that's when you're like nitpicking. You're just, oh, this, this, this. So yes, make judgments within reason, but don't be too critical. So it's like literally, you want to break a general, generational curse? It's like, what's some stuff that my family's doing? Maybe my immediate family even. What are they doing that I just don't want to do? I don't want to pass this down to my kids. I don't want them passing it down. You find a way to stop it. I don't know the way to stop it because I got my own shit. But it's like the best way, the best thing that you can do is to bring it to light. There's an African proverb. It's like, he who doesn't let his, he who doesn't make his disease known can never find a cure. Yeah. That's what men do all the time. It's like, you never see, like, you ever see, it's like the woman, she's like, you know, go to the doctor. No, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Oh my God, I'm 40 years old. I have fucking arthritis and I can't even move my arm. People are scared of not, they'd rather not know than to know. I have a roommate who literally won't go get tested because she's scared. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, that makes no sense because if you have the thing, now you're living with the thing. So is it scarier to know that you have it or scary to have it and not get treated and now you can't have kids 20 years from now? You know? But knowledge is scary to some people. They're they're just, they're not ready. And the thing about the generational curses, I know, with me, my family is battle had they pro on um, their battles with drugs so that for just that or where like this what you know just kept me away from them but like, i don't i don't Good. i don't do drugs it don't it doesn't even matter what it is like i don't i don't pop pills i don't smoke weed don't even though it's it, even here. though it's you know it don't. weed isn't a bad i want to say it's a bad but drug but for your edification but for, you don't want me, to get near yeah like it's, Be honest with yourself. i seen what i seen what it's done to my pops cuz like it was a it was it's a reason why my father wasn't in my life for a long time like he's just recently come back into my life i have recently Got got him a, a, a relationship that I wanted with my father Good for a shit, while. Bro. So it's like, <laughs> and it's like that that alone has helped me progress. I say because I had a lot of resentment, a lot of anger towards Good. my father. So him coming back in my life and me finally kind of just accepting the fact that okay, he was fucked up, but he's at least he's he's making an attempt. He's trying. To, mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Because some dads don't even try. 
So the fact that he 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 accepts the fact that he fucked up and now he's trying to make a connection with me, I appreciate the effort mm-hmm. and for that I'm giving him a shot. Perfect. I, and that's what I'm saying. Like I call him pops. I, I I used to call him by his first name. Call his name is Pete. He used to call him by his first name, Pete, or his middle name is Herman. So there's Herman's here. Uh, you know what I'm saying. So but the fact that I I finally uh, accepted the fact that he was he's a person. He makes mistakes and. You know, I I'm trying. I, I'm accepting him back into my life, and it's like he's helping me. We talk, uh, and it's just you know, it's, it's, it feels good. And that that part alone is just, it's just. Uh, you I killed say, your lower self. Yeah, it's killed the part of me that, that I. Good. It's killed the part of me that is just you know been sitting and stewing, mm-hmm. and it's just uh, it was making me into a, a kind of a, a, a spiteful person. Like good. I was like, and I always like when the thing about my nephews, I always want to be a better father than mm-hmm. than what my father was. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, but. Even like it's, it's just it helped me, and like you said, like drugs. That's that's the main reason why I don't fuck with drugs. Like, really? I don't, I don't like my friends will offer me like, hey, you want to smoke? It's like nah. Like I I turned down smoking numerous times, and it's just it's just nothing. It's just something that I don't. Not I'm not you, interested bro. in because really? I don't want to. I don't want to go down that path, and it's just and it's like I, yeah, I I just don't. I simply don't want to go go down that same path. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's that's that's one of the, one of the generational curse that I'm I'm. Trying to end right now, cause I I don't know what my older brother's done. I don't know what my little brother's gonna do, but I know for me you're fighting your battle as best yeah, as you can. Like, you're yeah, actually fucking winning it. Yeah, like for me, when when it comes time for me to have my kids, they're not gonna have to worry about their pops being on some. Uh, uh, he not That's being in his good. right mind, cause or he's their dad being fucked up. Cause I I put the uh I cut the this the fucking head off the snake right now. You yeah, know, I, I yeah, throw the snake's it. body in the fire, so this it's, it's not it's not moving. It. Be this done thing, with it. Yeah, the snake is gone. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, that's what that's a, a genera- generational curse that I'm just eliminating for at least for myself. I don't know. Like I said, I don't know what my brothers are gonna do, but for me and for you my family it. and my the, the family that I'm building for towards the future and the, um the things that I'm building for for the future, that's something that's already gone. It's not even a temptation. Like, I don't. It's something I don't want to do. You know what I'm saying? So, first, we got to tell him congratulations oh, yeah, for operating in his higher Good self shit, and being able to release years of pain and bitterness that you have every right to, but you choose not to. Mm-hmm. And therefore, now you have yes. you have a relationship that you have formed instead of oper- instead of having all these bitter feelings. Like, yeah. you have a new relationship. So, like, oh, yeah. congratulations. Thank Good. It's yeah. fantastic. And like, nothing. Yeah. Like, you said, it's like, I feel like for me, uh, accepting, accepting that it's just like you said. It's just really just it's it's opened my eyes and it's really just uplifted me. Cause you, like it's like I so I'm, I'm kind of hoping my lower brother is, does the same thing that me and my older brother Encouraging. did. Like, Don't hope what he said. Leave no room for chance. Don't hope. Make it happen. Yeah, yeah. you're you're in life. Make it happen. Be be that for you. But, but at the same time, say, yeah, know what you can and can't control. Yeah, do like, your best, but don't let it stress you out. Yeah, like I can't, I can't, I can't go in him. I can't force him to accept my father back into his life. Like my father has five kids that he's done the same thing to all of us. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The, the the drugs problems that he had has affected all of my siblings. And it's like as he's he's he ha, he's, a, he's you know he I'm not gonna say that his his anger towards my father is irrational and that he shouldn't be mad because he's only in the end he's only fourteen. Mm-hmm. It, it didn't take it took. Oh, me, that's something he'll have to grow up. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, his hormones are already like he, out of whack. Oh my you know god, what I'm saying <laughs> all his and chemicals he, are just. And plus, he's, he's heard what me and my older brother said about my father. So that, which, yeah, that's something that I, I wish I didn't I didn't put that energy mm-hmm. onto him. Oh yeah, but you know I'm, I was young and I, I was going off the same energy my my older brother going to. So it's like my older brother had a he had a real bad hatred to him because he. 
he knew him, he was in my he was in my older brother's life for the longest. So you know, he just for him to just to disappear hurt him the most. Mm -hmm. So for me, I'm my, I see my older brother hurt. Now I'm mad. Now I'm hurt. So this it's it's a it's a cycle. It's that that long has been a cycle. So my older brother getting over it. Now now me getting over it. Like me and my my I, I got over it a, a, a lot sooner than my older brother. So it's just, it's just, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping we can give them the same energy, but we can't, you know what I'm saying? You can't, you can't force anybody. Yeah, you, you can't force it because if we force it, that's not gonna, that's not gonna be a general Most reaction. Definitely. So we gotta, we gotta let him, you know, learn his lesson. We gotta let him get to, you know, do it on his own. He has to, he has to embrace the fact that he's trying. He doesn't understand. He just said, oh, he, he's like, oh, well, he hasn't been in my life. He hasn't been in my life the same. He's, he hasn't been in my life longer than he hasn't been in your life. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But I can't, I can't force my little brother. He'd be like, well, he. Sh I, I, I sit him down and I try to understand, like tell him that he's trying. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? And my older brother does the same thing. We try to tell him that he's trying. He's trying. You know, he's doing his, doing the best he can possibly do. Mm -hmm. And he's, you got to give him the opportunity to make up for the time that was lost. You know what I'm saying? Like well, my other siblings have kind of accepted it, but you know, he he got he just got he's a little scornful, and I understand it. You know what I'm saying? Here's here's what I do with that. It's like we're. Were you feeling the same way when you were his age? I can assume. Oh, it is. Okay, so there you go. For so there. What you did when you told us that story, what you did, you recognized that how it trickled down from your older brother to you, and now it kind of trickled down to him. So it's like you got it maybe from one person, but now he got it from both of you. Yeah. Fair enough. So what you do, you have you presented that same case to him? Yeah, I, oh, I told okay. him. I told okay, him. there, good. I let him know. It's like, you, can, you know, you got to... You gotta understand that okay, we understand that we um we didn't handle the situation best as best as we could because mm -hmm. at the end we was young we was all yeah, young yeah, and yeah. we when you're young you don't fully understand things you know oh yeah and it's like I, I have to give I have I'm to give glad. a shout out to my mom for and she she never said anything bad about him because she he, at the end of the day he's not a bad dude he just made bad decisions mm -hmm. so it's like his decisions is what not the center yeah and yeah. and it, it was my mom's decision to say listen you can't come you can't be in my kid's life if you're on this shit. Cause you're bringing bad energy to us. Mm -hmm. So she she had to she had to do what was best for us. Delegate. And, and yeah, she had to she had to, it, it it hurt my mom. Cause she, she at the end of, she loved that man. She loved she she known him longer than us. She's you know that's that's the father yeah. of her kids. She didn't want to you know push him away and say well you can't you can't you know be in your children's life. He, that's not what she wanted to do. But at the end of the day, she had she had to think about us. Mm -hmm. And and what was best for us was for him. And all the shit that he was bringing around, like the drugs, the the, the, the bad dudes that was coming around looking mm -hmm. for him, mm -hmm. the people who was coming for him, cause he had he owed the money and shit. You know, my father was she bringing. Want, she didn't want that around the house. Yeah, she didn't oh, yeah. want she didn't want that energy around. Energy. So she had to do what she yeah. had to do. She as a very as a mother. That's the that well that's what we were talking about. Like spiritual energy It's like it's like air, there are spirits and people that manifest themselves in the physical realm. Hatred. Like literally, here, here's what I talk about. Whenever you think about what you can't do to make yourself better or what you can't do regarding your dream, think about what Hitler did. Better yet, think about what Stalin did. And let's take it another level higher. Think about what Mao did. Or was it Pol Pot? It's like one of them, it's like Hitler killed like, listen, what was it, like 10 million or some shit like that? Yeah. Stalin, this is, just, this is what we barely even know. During that whole Soviet era, they had posters telling people, don't eat your own children during the starving. They were starving people. People were legit cannibals. Look it up. You can, you can Google it. Don't eat your own children, Soviet propaganda, or like, don't eat your own children, uh, Soviet, Holodomor, you know? But it's like, and then Mao is like the great starving of China. It's like 100 million. So they are literally 
demons. There are literally like dark spirits operating on people and like in people and they're manifesting it. And they're being success. They were successful with that. They had an idea to do something fucked up that they somehow rationalized and they were successful with it. Why can't we be successful with something that's, you know, like operating on a good energy, operating on a higher spirit, operating with the higher power? It's like they worked with the forces of all that is dark and evil and were successful. We can work with the force of good and still be just as successful, if not more. There you go. People are drawn to, if you look at all of those leaders, including the one we currently have now, if you even want to call him a leader. He's just a, he, he's, uh, a he's a space holder. It, what they all have, one, is charisma. Mm-hmm. Uh, minus the one we have now. Mm-hmm. I guess you could say a, a fluid line of eloquence. Mm. Because people follow, people will follow anything that's charismatic that they deem makes sense. Because mm. think about it. That's why I was the other day. I was making the comparisons between our orange of a president and Hitler. You know the hate speech, the charisma, and people. And what he did was he took. He said the demons. He took a small demon that was not hidden, but what had dirt thrown thrown on it. Mm. Got Depressed. into got into a position, and now it's coming back, and it and just yes. literally watered it. And mm. we watched the tree of hatred mm. grow. And yeah, good analogy. Perfect. Good, good shit. <laughs> but, but yeah, it's like, you know. I was going to say, he, he, he spread the, you know. The, I feel like, in the, especially in America, it's always been that little. Since it's like, it's, it's, it's such a, it's a diverse country. So it's every, everybody has their own. We don't even clique. know our culture. Cause yeah, it's, so like it's, 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 everything is just, it's so diverse. So he, I, I feel like, uh, like you said, she, he, and it's using a different analogy, basically. He's. He like it was already a little uh, speck of fire, the, you know. They're saying like that was already kind of being lit. It, it, the fire was already lit. Mm-hmm. Basically, he just he fanned it. He helped the fire grow and he spread. And he, he used that. Some lighter fluid on yeah, this. he he used that. He used that to, you know, well, win. Also, he did what, but he also had. And I gotta say this within reason, but he also had a little bit of truth with him too, because he always talked yeah. about the media this, the media that. And maybe, like, here's one thing people won't give them credit for. The media does a lot. They, you look they at are them, a lot. They, they are a lot. Not just, see, not just seeing it, but Fox, like, wasn't Fox it Fox? Fox the biggest lie. Wasn't it Fox that, like, they covered up one guy who came out and, like, he had, like, it was turned out that, like, who was one of the anchors on Fox? Like, he did a bunch of sexual assault and he tried to cover his ass. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it came out, though, mm-hmm. eventually. Yeah. But uh, they covered that up. Yeah. So it paid him off. Yeah, so it's like, literally, it's like people... You know, it's like, yeah, we can bash Trump, but it's like, there's that one little good. So it's like, we all have, just like some people have a lot of bad and one little good, maybe we have a lot of good, but one little bad. Hey, but no. if we don't water that, if we don't water that good, then that bad is going to be suppressed. And before you know it, it's going to come up. It's going to be like the fucking, it's like a root that hits a pipe or something. And you know, and the whole pipe just bursts. So our source of goodness is just cut off because we didn't deal with that bad shit ahead of time. You know the one good thing that Trump did, though? Um, he exposed. Because the fact that the word... Oh, yeah. the fa- Okay, I hate the word post-racial America. Because post-racial America doesn't exist. 
and never existed. But there were literally people, not only white, but there are black people who really thought that racism was on the brink of dying out. No, it wasn't dying out. They just went idea. undercover. You cannot kill an idea. You, they just went undercover. And so mm-hmm. what he did was he woke America up to just how racist America mm-hmm. still oh, yeah. is. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's what one guy said. It's like we had Bush so we could get Obama. He saw how that went. They treated him like that. People drew him as a monkey out in Russia. We had Bush so we can get Obama. And then now they had Obama. And now we have Trump. And now someone else is getting. So it's like they're all puppets, but maybe some are better than others. But it's like with Trump, I like what she said. It's like he he really exposed a lot of shit. And here's the thing. People say we're going to end racism. Fine. If you do, what's going to replace it? Sexism. Maybe something else. Like there's a lot, because there's a lot of different things now coming to light. A lot of different movements, and maybe it's like a small majority, a small minority of people, but they have a very loud voice. And seeing as you're on social media, everything's amplified. So it's like you can't kill an idea. Slavery was abolished. People were still racist. You had Jim Crow laws. So the Civil Rights era happens. You know they sign the documents. Segregation ends. People are still fucking racist. Like, we're literally at the height of, like, where we are in America, and people are still fucking, like, anywhere you go. So it's like, that's why you have people like Malcolm X and the Nation of Islam. And I kind of like their idea. It's like, we're not going to keep begging the same people that we see are racist to let us in anymore. We're going to do for ourselves. And that's what I really wish we had done a little bit more. It's like, good that Martin Luther King, like, exposed that shit, but it's like, really, do you want to see, like, your own people... They want to just keep being peaceful with people who are sicking dogs on them, biting the genitalia of men and women and children. Like, lit, like, come on. So it's like you have to, like people say the Black Panthers, you know, nonviolent. It's like you think about this. Imagine being a black person living in fear that someone's going to come in your house, snatch your family and burn a cross in your fucking yard. Do you really want to be peaceful with them? So it's like it's good that we have it's like that's some astounding resolve that they could be peaceful with them in the light of all that. Because me, one of those fuckers probably would have got shot. Literally, in fact, not if not one, a lot of them. Cause like you're not gonna come in your come in my house and then burn a cross and then pretend to tell me about God and all this other yeah. stuff. Like n- no, bull fucking shit. So it's like I like what you said about that because that's very true. I, I'm sorry for the rant, but it's like I, no, yeah. talk your shit. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like uh, racism, the uh, or at least the idea that oh now a lot of white people have that they they feel like they are superior to another race. I feel like that's that's based off a lot of disillusion, like mm-hmm. that, the fact that they don't really know mm-hmm. a lack of. Se- I think yeah, that's like, what, I think that's what Stokely Carmichael said. Oh yeah, and it's, it was I was watching this other video where it said like being. I, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna say it's free say speech, it. bro. This but is it's a free like, speech podcast. Say a lot, of, shit, a lot of stuff I've seen is like a lot of white people in particular feel like they they're superior, but that's just they're they're being told like it's not. It, it, it's I, everybody's is the same. Mm-hmm. You might be a little taller than me. You might be a little wider than me. But at the end of the day, we got, we got hearts. We got blood. Mm-hmm. It, it's nothing separates. It's nothing that makes you superior than I am. That's Especially when it comes to skin color. Mm-hmm. Why is the why does the fact that your 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 skin is fairer and whiter than mine make you superior than me? Very and it's, true. it's the fact that the fact that you, the only reason why you're whiter than me is because of the location that you came from. Mm-hmm. I'm, my ancestors came from Africa. Mm-hmm. We we're darker because we have mm-hmm. the, we, mm-hmm. we need darker skin to protect us from. The race of the sun. all over there. It's all exactly. over there. So that's like, where did your ancestors come from? Yeah. Your ancestors came from an area where there was not a lot of light. 
So it's therefore you didn't need as much melanin in your skin to protect and you. Then when you found these other people, I have a book. It's like the they they viewed Africa. They they I have a book in my car. It's like they viewed Africans as like oh these indigenous people or whatever. They're they're weird because they're so dark and stuff. And it's just their ways are not our ways. Yeah, it's yeah. rooted in fear. We yeah. fear the unknown. Lack of understand. That's how much misunderstanding can fuck a system up. Yeah. And yeah. Then, uh, Race, race as a whole is just a social contract. You know what I'm saying? It, it's, it's, they, they put, they, they made race so they can mm-hmm. put us in a lower mm-hmm. class. And yes. Yeah. Right, oh yeah. It's, it's like me being black shouldn't, shouldn't make me okay. They, they made me black, or they made my ancestors, or they put us in that category as black so they can label us as being lower and inferior mm-hmm. to them. Mm-hmm. And it's, it, and it's the other way. It's, a, it's, a, it was made to just separate us from people. And it's, it's really, I feel like. Racism was made by us rich people, people with in power who had the authority to, you know, say, well, you know, he's white, he's black. So they they use race as a, something to uni, 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 uh, unify the rest of their race. You're taking, you're just taking the classical approach of just like what people talk about with regard to the evil elite, because there's yeah, good elite basically. too, but there's hey, like yes, the, the evil. Like, no, I know what you mean. It's, it's but the bad, evil elite, bad, like yeah. the the Rothschilds, yeah. the Rockefellers, oh, George, George Soros. He listen. George Soros was a Nazi collaborator. He literally traded in information for his own people. Black during the back during the Black Lives Matter movement, there were literally articles, and same thing with the Civil Rights Movement. It's like a lot of these movements gets infiltrated by people who are willing to pay them. It's like here, go claim Black Lives Matter without actually being Black Lives Matter, and go fuck this whole building up. And like literally, they're giving like some movements bad names. Like I oh, look at those, look at those coons over there. They're burning their own shit. It's like well. Yes, of course you're going to have some idiots that just go claim to be part of a movement as a fucking excuse to be an asshole. It's like, yes, that's what they're going to do. But it's like, it's like, we're on just, just, we're just like, just playing. It's like, it's like, I, I, I conceptualize it one day, I'm like, look at us, we're rats. We take our same little tunnel, our same little road to work. We go work these jobs, you know, then we go pay our tax. And after that, they keep our cage clean. You know, they keep our streets clean to an extent. But you know, they we keep the you know we keep the our owners happy, and we just go on about our little regular on rat day. Okay, you're done. You're done eating. You're done working for your your owner. You get some play time, which is go to the club or go hang out with your friends or whatever. So it's like, it's like there's like this the picture of like the puppet. It's like the one percent. And then you have like the government, and then you have the religion, and then you have the the secret societies, and it all just goes down to like you at the bottom. It's like you're being played by this, who's being played by this, and this, and this, and so on. And that's just the shit that we know. Even George H.W. Bush, there was a quote by him. He said, if the American people knew what we were doing, there would be riots in the street before morning. Literally. It's like we know this shit. Why haven't we fought against it? Like literally. And I'm not saying this is a call to action or a call to violence, but literally. You think they were this peaceful when the Revolutionary War? You really think they let the British come over and say, like, you saw how that shit went during the Revolutionary War? These were 13 small colonies who stood up to a whole fucking empire. So how do they dumb you down? GMO in the food. Like fucking chemtrails. Like your body's not getting the nutrition that it needs to operate on a higher level. And it's like, now that we know all this shit, like all these awareness seminars, even like us, it's like, I mean, it's kind of being hypocritical, but it's like, we know this shit, but we're not acting on it. So it's like maybe some seminars, it's like there's some awareness seminars. I like what they do. It's like they show people. It's like I see like a, it was one seminar about like domestic violence or whatever. It was like talking about women or whatever. She didn't just talk about, oh, well, you know, this is what domestic violence is. Like she actually said, okay, now here's how to defend yourself. 
So that's what we need more of. It's like, yeah. here's awareness. Here's the bullshit going on in the world. Here's how we actually orient ourselves with regard to the bullshit. Fine. Maybe there's not a wide-scale revolution. And people say the revolution won't be te televised. So be it. But I think what happens if there were a revolution, eventually, because we have a very big defense system that they will use against us. They see that missile come down, wipes out of area. They see all this shit going on. They see those guys with guns. They see those tanks rolling. They're gonna be scared. Literally. I mean, I would be scared too if I saw missiles and fucking tanks riding down my block. Like, seriously. So it's like, literally, they, they have us on every fucking level. So it's like, that's not to say we can't fight against it or expose them, but it's like, it's just so much easier. But see, it's no, like, we yeah. have to, what I really want black people especially to understand Separate. is that, no, <laughs> we have to play their game. Mm. Think about what do you mean it. What by that? We have to play, but we, we can't we can't fight them on our own terms. Mm -hmm. We gotta fight them on their game. Take Capitalism. Down dollar. Take down their it's the dollar. dollar. Man, you fuck with the money, you you will you'll get something. Yeah. You'll get somewhere. Oh yeah, you know everybody's done that. They've gone after. But it takes unification. Mm. Because as long as they're still getting something from someone, yeah, the whole more. movement is shut down. Yes. It takes everybody being on the same page, fucking shit up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying to do that. But as a whole, I feel like a lot of black people, we what the uh, we, we kind of separated ourselves into our own classes too. Because mm. like light the whole, skin versus dark skin. Yeah, the light uh. skin versus dark skin versus brown skin. At the end of the day, we still black. It doesn't yeah. matter what shade of black you are. Mm -hmm. You know, it doesn't matter if you're if you're a little lighter than me, if you're a little darker than me. The same day, somebody looks at us or a racist white person you're looks at you. You're still a nigger. Yeah, you're exactly. Nigger. Yeah. You're still gonna you're you're still a nigger. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like you, they don't it don't it doesn't matter if your skin is fair or it's a little it's a shade lighter. They gonna see they see you the, the exact same way. They they look at your hair. It's say, oh. Well, you got your, your hair nappy, it's whatever, it's kinky or whatever. It's, they, they view it the same way. It doesn't matter. And I feel like us putting us, uh, each other in that into different categories is, is just, it's, it's not helping our cause very much. It's, well, not, it's not doing us no good. Well, that's, and I kind of like what Malcolm X said. I'm not saying I'm a full-on separatist, but in a way, like, I, as more as I read it, I'm like, well, maybe I kind of am. Because it's like, we talk about white privilege, we talk about institutional racism, we talk about this, fine, so be it. But it's like, I don't like how some people talk about it. Well, maybe if we expose it, they'll get fired. Fine. That same corrupt system, you expose the worker for that system. Who do you think that system's going to put in? Another fucking worker. And another one. And another one. So it's like, yes, they have their white privilege. Like, like, I mean, I got white friends. They'll tell me, like, yeah, you know, as a white man, it's like, you know, what's, what, it, what our parents said, it's like, you know, you're black, you can't do everything that they can do because they can go clean up and get a good job. You have to work twice as hard. It's like all the old school black people say you have to be two times as good as the white man because shit was really hard for them back in the 60s. So it's like, first let's purge the sense of entitlement and the sense of bullshit that, you know, racism is gone. That's a fucking lie. Let's, let's first, we have to dispose of certain ideology. I think everyone put, sees that. Like, now. yeah, we have to dispose of certain things. Second, it's like, if we honestly... Elijah Muhammad, Louis Farrakhan, Malcolm X, and all the Nation of Islam and all that. They say, like, separation. It's like, if we were to separate from this machine, from this giant thing, it's like, yes, we see they're this, we see they're racist, we see they've been this way ever since all the documents have been signed. You can't kill an idea. Like I said, if we got rid of racism, something else would just come right back in its place. So it's like, maybe we separate. How do we separate? Like she said, take down the dollar. 
People say, well, black people don't have money. You want to see if we have money? Let the fucking Jordans come out. Look at that line. Look at that fucking line. Hell yeah. Let some fucking Gucci come out. Look at the, and I'm not trying to talk about them, but look at where some people's priorities are. They have the nice cars, the nice bags, all the stuff, their nails, like everything is perfect. And it's like, their kids may be starving. Their kids are like still eating like low level shit. It's like literally start with the kids too. It's like, I w I'm so scared to go in fucking school now. Literally, it's like my mom's a teacher. If I were a kid, what the fuck are you learning? Like what the fuck are they learning in school now? What the fuck were we learning? Cause like, it's like we realized you learn more on fucking YouTube with 30 minutes of disciplined focus than you did within four years of high school. High, you know, that little bullshit, oh, higher level institution with regards to the elementary, middle school, and high school. And now get a higher one when you go to college. And degrees are bullshit. And I realized the that degrees yesterday. Are really bullshit. Especially in some of like the humanities. Like there's this one guy, he talks about like, you know, the stuff that they're teaching in the philosophy and psychology and some of these humanities classes. It's like they're pretty much just trying to give everyone more of a victim mentality. It's like, well, this, 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 this. It's like, okay, yeah, we know there's white codes and all that. But Africans, African blacks versus American blacks, what you notice about them? And there's literally a study on it, too. And I've, I've, de I've dealt with some Nigerians. I've been cool with them. I've worked with them. And what I noticed about all of them, it's like they say, you know, we came over here for the opportunities. We know that Trump's an asshole. We know there's some racist white folks. But they come over here for the opportunities. So obviously America's in a point with regard to the rest of the world where we're slightly ahead. But it's like, we can't see it because we haven't grown up like some of those people. But what we can see is right now we have more work to be done based off what we've seen. So let's do that. And that's the, that's the best possible way to look at it. It's like, we're not going to be perfect. No system is perfect. You know, people say, well, Marxism or communism. Really? Go look at all the people that starved and died under those systems. Go look at socialism in Venezuela right now. We're about to probably go to war with them. Go yeah. look at that shit. And people don't even know. The crazy thing is people don't even know it. Go look at what happened in Africa. Africa is literally, they're holding them by the balls. China. What China and Google are teaming up to doing, they're trying to keep things suppressed. Like, Google is, like, making it where, where they work with China. It's like, people can't look up certain shit, right? Bro, Zimbabwe? Yeah. Zimbabwe. Anybody heard about that? Crazy. I think it was Zimbabwe or Ethiopia. They gave, it might have been Ethiopia, but it's one of them. It's like, they China gave them, like, a billion dollars. China's also building railways. China has 90% of the rare earth materials that make our batteries and shit. Africa is the most fertile land. Africa, that Arabian Peninsula, those are the most fertile lands. China owns 90% of the rare earth materials. China is literally, they're outsourcing their labor to Africa because they're too good for their own good in China. It's like, well, we're too expensive. Hmm, let's go to Africa. Like, that's fucked up. History repeats itself, doesn't yeah, it? Yes, it does. It, and if it doesn't repeat itself, it definitely, it definitely does something to where it's like, maybe it's a higher manifestation of what was once attempted before. There. But you know what? It's so crazy. A lot of these ideas, like communism, communism is not a bad idea. No, on it wasn't intended to be paper, bad on paper. Yes, on paper, but true. what happens is human greed, mm -hmm. human hierarchy, mm -hmm. and human entitlement mm -hmm. will always... Communism will never work because mm -hmm. humans will always fuck it up. Yeah. On paper, as an idea, it's, it's not a bad yeah, idea all at all. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But humans... We come in and mess it up. Mm -hmm. I, I, don't, I don't know. It frustrates me to think about. But that's why I think a mix, a mix of all the uh, government systems is what will make, like I guess, the ideal utopian gov government system. Well, that's, that's actually an idea with religious context. 
it's, I don't know if like you guys have heard, heard of the book of Revelation, but it talks about like a one world system and how there's going to be a one world government. And a, you know, I guess that would be the new world order, right? And there's actually documents on this. So it's like the one world system. All right, the cash, the cashless society. That's actually happening. Well, how is that happening? Cash app, Square Pay, Apple Pay, Android Pay. People barely have cash anymore. Just here, tap your phone, swipe your card. Like, do people really care? Like, I, maybe you care. Like, I got some cash on me. But it's like, for the most part, it's like, here, I'd rather swipe my card. It's like you see credit card fraud and all this other shit. Equifax, Wells Fargo's, class, class action lawsuits. It's like, oh my God, the credit cards were hacked. It's like, okay, fine. So it's like, there's that. And then they talk about, they talk about like, I guess you could say religion. Because here's what people are slowly starting to come to. It's like, why are we relying on some book that was written thousands of years ago? Why are we relying on this stuff? And it's like, people are looking at that stuff. And, and we can argue like, you know, in the Bible and all these other texts, it's like, God had no religion. It was just the realization that there's a higher power in the universe and his works are manifested through people. That's it. But it's like, man-made stuff adds to that. You look at the Christian church, it's like, well, we're Christian. Okay, well, we're Christian, but we're Baptist. We're Christian, but we're Methodist. We're Christian, but we're Lutheran. And it's like, different. I've been to a Baptist church. I've been to like the Southern Baptist white church and Baptist black church. Baptist white church, literally, they tell women, you can't wear fucking pants. If you walk in there right now, they would fucking hate you. Literally. They say, you can't wear pants, you can't wear jeans, you can't preach. Why the fuck can you not do that? And that's when people say, why are we relying on this book from like thousands of years ago? So it's like, and that's even with the book that they say they don't want to rely on. That's what it said. It's like, there's going to be a great falling away of religious belief. There's going to be like a one world system. Like people are going to say, you know, well, let's just do this. And on paper, it looks good. But it's like at the same time, it takes away from the individuality. But at the same time, it's like take, it's like all this shit. It's like there's so much that can cascade with it. But it's like literally a lot of these shits are man-made constructs. A lot of this shit. It's like your perception is your reality to an extent or in whole, if anything. So it's like, I mean, it's, it's, it's good that we can talk about this and still remain hopeful. So that's why a lot of people say, well, just work on yourself. That's one of the other movements. It's like just work on yourself, focus on what you can change. Because the alternative to that is like looking at this, getting more depressed. Because this shit, if you really dig deep, it's depressing. Like if you really stay up and watch some conspiracy theories, you really <laughs> that shit will fucking yeah. make you sad. So it's like depression, resentful, anger, nihilism. I don't care about this shit. Because look, they don't care about this shit. We're all going to die anyway. And that's what school shooters operate on. It's like, well, no one cares about me. I don't care about this shit. It's like if you really want to understand darker people, just kind of think about their mind for a minute. It's like, well... People say, like, you know, this person was fucked up for that. It's like, well, yeah, obviously. But, like, think about it. If you were them, you didn't care about yourself. No one fucking cared about you. You were ignored. No one gave you attention. You weren't brought up in a nice home. No one tried to give you a fucking reason. You want to kill yourself? Like, it's like people just, it's like the pit of darkness is just never fucking ending. And there's this one guy in a TED Talk. He said, you know, I was almost a school shooter. But... Here's what I talk about, watering that seed of, like, goodness. It's like, he said, if I didn't have understanding, I probably was going to kill all those kids. Literally. His friend gave him some understanding and said, you know, I know you're homeless, you got all this bullshit. Here, live with me. Now the guy has a wife. The guy has a family. The guy's trying to lose weight. It's like, literally, the guy, it's like, if we just plant a good seed, and that's what this is predicated on, it's like, why talk to adults? Like, why not start with the, because I'm not trying to be dark about it, but literally all those older adults, 
They're set. They're set in their or ways. They're, set they're, ways. St- they're stuck in their ways. And they're gonna die soon too. Literally. I mean young people die too, but literally like, if you look at it it's like older, then you die sooner. Younger you got a bit it's like you're twenty, so between twenty and sixty it's like you have forty years to get your shit straight. Oh my god, you're fifty, you've had a family, you've been from here to here and here, you've lived all this life, you still haven't got your shit straight, no hope for you. Goodbye. If you want to change the future, you need to look to who look the future the, yes, is. Yes, yes. And the kids. kids are the future. Be very careful what we're teaching the kids. The kids now with their phones, it's like, what are they looking at on their phones? Like, people know. say, don't give kids phones. I'm like, well, no, I mean, times change. It's like, like, what if they said that back in the, like, the old days? Like, hey, don't give your kid a, like, like the heat, like, I guess you could say the caveman days. Don't give your kid a fucking rock. Yeah. It's like, well, how are they using that rock? Are they using it to bang something in to build something? Or are they going to try to go kill somebody? Yeah. And like, I, I feel like another reason why they might not want uh, kids to have phones and technology is the fact because they basically is making school kind of outdated because they, they mm. the information that they're teaching them, for one, wasn't it's not very accurate. As, mm. you, you, oh. as you grow up, you, you realize that because they was praising Christopher Columbus as a goddamn hero. For the longest, and then you realize that this nigga was out. He he, he was out here raping, pillaging, yeah, all that white man so, shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like you give them you give them technology is making the information they telling them lies. Like they, some kids can just straight up. Well, they can go to class and be like, well, Christopher Columbus wasn't he he wasn't as good as you say he is. You know what I'm saying? All the shit you hyped him up to be was a lie. And and I really when you realize that shit, it opens the eyes. So keeping them keeping them you know kind of. Dumbed down a bit to where they realize they they not really focused about they like they can they they like they they bring, I feel like it's kind of like a form of brainwashing them you know what I'm well, saying? Well, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's, on electromagnetic yeah, you know like, it's like there's a literally a patent that says, hey, here's they literally you can Google it. There are patents that show like brainwashing the effect of like t- I remember I was high one day, and this is what we were talking about with the whole like seeing things on a different level. But I went downstairs and I looked at the TV. I'm like, this is no longer a television. This is a bullshit box. I literally imagine like waves of bullshit being like spurred out at people. It's like, here, buy this, buy this. Kim Kardashian, Kim Kardashian. Oh, some more shit. Hey, some guys throwing a, it's like people come in from work, they're already tired, so their brain frequency is already on a lower level for they can pass out and sit there. It's like, just watch this, watch this, take it all in, consume, consume, consume. Shout at the kids because they're too busy trying to have fun. You know, it's this one video on YouTube. It's like little black kids, he's like, Hey, I'm a superhero. And the mom's like, oh, you're going to get a super ass whipping. And a lot of people in the comments are like, you know, that's the toxic shit that we're talking about. You're killing the imagination. And it's like, maybe so. Like, we don't know the full context. Maybe maybe the kid was told not to stand in the chair. But it's like, you get the idea. It's like, if you come in from work tired, of course, you're going to be annoyed. You're going to be more temperamental. But it's like, if you're taking that shit out on your kids, and of course, it's like, we're not parents yet, so we can't really talk on it like that. But it's like, we kind of have the idea. But it's like, if you take it out on your kids, if they're really impressionable. A lot of people, it's like I said, you want to go back to it? Start at middle school. Start at like elementary. Start at like high school. Like those years of your life make you. I think there's this one study. It's like the music you listen to from age, I think 16 to 20. It's like within the, like, yeah, you listen to a bunch of other music. But those four years specifically, that's when it's like it solidifies even more. And I thought about it. I'm like, oh, my God. That makes a lot of sense. I'm like, damn, you know? I mean, I listen to so much shit. I have like Paramore, Lil Uzi, and Michael Jackson in yeah. one playlist. I'm that fucking. I'm saying, like, I, I, I try to get my. I'm, my, ugh. Like, my, my musical playlist is 
It's crazy. Everywhere. Some, yeah. yeah. Sometimes Everywhere. I, get, I, got, I get me some classical music. Love it. Got me some rap, some hip-hop, some R&B. Then, of course, you know, just, just, just to mix it in here, I get a little, uh, uh, how you say, uh, I don't really know the genre of it, but it's, it's uh, some more on some rock type stuff. Like not, metal and kind of soft rock. Yeah, soft yeah, rock. See, it's I like yeah, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, yeah, me personally, I like, I definitely, because middle school, I'm not going to lie, middle school for me, it's like, I was, I guess you could say, too black for the white kids and too white for the black kids. So I hung out with, like, the emo kids. I hung out with some of the goth kids, because I'm like, you know, I may not be, like, on that same stuff, but it's like, their idea of fuck everybody and we're gonna do what's gonna make us happy. Love we're not gonna be like, oh well, trying to be cool. A lot of people I see they were trying to be cool. It's like you hear about some of the stories. Literally, some of those cool guys now, they're waiting for a girl to get drunk in the club because they know that if she were sober, she'd see right through their bullshit fucking yeah. complex. So wait till she gets drunk and then go talk to her. I've literally been at parties. But there are guys talking about that shit right next to me. I literally, hey, bro, if you're trying to get her, just wait. This shit going to be popping around midnight, bro. This shit, hey, hey, go, go get a bar. I literally, it's like these are the cool that's guys, such a right? Pred- that's, that's such a that's, predatory I, like, that's not, way that's of thinking. That's predatory. That's fucking evil. That's like, <laughs> I'm, like that is the ultimate. It's like you sunned that low. Yeah, you um, can yeah. the confidence. And, I, they're the same and that exposes like, your insecurity. Yes, they're the same ones that be like, oh, fucking nerd, fucking nerd, like, Literally, it's like, it's like you gotta, you gotta kind of, and I hate that within the black community too. It's like, you listen to this type of music or you articulate yourself in this manner. Oh, you yeah. white boy. Oh, yeah, you white boy. It's like, yeah. oh my I, I was a, like, from how I was raised, my mom, uh, from a young age, she had us reading, she had us reading real book. You know what I'm saying? So she, mm. from like, as oh, soon yeah. as we was able to read, she had you reading. Hell so yeah. like, that's why yeah. my, my reading level and my, my, my vocabulary level has always been Several levels higher than most, er, mostly everybody in my grade levels. You know? Yes. So always. growing up, yes, yes. it was like Ramirez. You like you speak. You like you speak real clear. You don't speak like us. Like, that you're well spoken. You yeah, articulate like, yourself. Yeah, and, and they try to make fun of you. Yeah, it's yeah. like why is being my best self something to make fun of? Exactly. Yeah, and, and I, that's that's bullshit too. Because it's like I'll, I'll let you get back to it. But it's like it's bullshit too because it's like, well, you know, there's this. What's what's the one thing? It's like we were either taught to hate ourselves, we have a broad nose, or your lips look like this, or you have these type of features, and then it's like, maybe we were taught to hate ourselves from the other people, and now from your own people, it's like, hey, you're this way because you have these features. Well, oh, you're this way because you're talking like this, so you must be one of them. Oh, no, you're too much like one of them. It's like, God, where do we fucking fit in? And now it's like, black people are starting to accept. You see the natural hair movement? The black model? Like, black girls just taking a pic, like, literally, they just wake up, Wash their face. That's it. No makeup or nothing. They just take a fucking picture. Love that shit. They, they yeah, promote like black natural like just all the shit. Oh, who the fuck do they think they? Who do these niggas think they are? Yeah, they get a. It's like they fucking hate yeah. that. It's like they they hate self love. Like it's. And, God, it's, stupid. and it's a, it's a problem. Like I like I said, they they hated the fact that I, I spoke clear. And then, mm-hmm. but to me, I, I didn't I didn't really give I didn't give a fuck about being cool. Cool. That's I feel like that's just that's just something stupid. Why would I waste my energy on trying to be fitting? Can't impress everybody. Yeah, I said like, I'm always gonna be myself. And I, I, I that's another thing. I grew up in my household, my family. It's like my family. We, we always they always supported me. They always you know they gave me the energy that I know. It's like. And they, they always and they always help me embrace the fact that mm-hmm. I am black. It's like love being black. Be be the best person you can be. So I grew up, I grew up in a family environment which I didn't need any I didn't need uh, like other people's validation. Like I didn't need somebody to tell me, tell me it's like, Well, you know, you're you're a cool dude, Rummy. I was like, 
Okay, uh, that's that's. Really I knew that. Yeah. Thanks, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I already know. That. I get I get told that from my mother all the time. Yeah. She's like, "You're a great person." Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like you're going rough to, to be operate. A great person. Yeah, yeah. So it's like I I I think my family unit for being such a like supporting and warm. Like even that's from my aunties and stuff too. Good. Like, my aunties, Good. they embrace the fact that it's like you're, you're smart. You don't. You don't have to. You don't have to. You don't have to worry about other people. That you, you like. You you get good grades. That's great. Keep on doing that. Don't try to dumb yourself down to be cool. Cause mm. before, especially in my middle school, getting good grades, being honor, like being on the honor roll and shit, that wasn't something you know that most kids was they was focused about. Like especially in middle school, everybody was like they was on they was either either starting to do drugs or they were starting to have in sex. Middle school. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's not. It's not. It's not. It's not a common thing. And it was. It was. Oh, one, yeah. There was one particular person oh, yeah. in my middle school who has. He's. This person stayed back on three or four separate occasions. So in middle school, I'm, I think mean, you normally you 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 leave eighth grade around 14, 13, 14. 13, yeah. mm-hmm. This person was eighteen in middle school. That was way back then. They had to. Yeah. They cut. Yeah. Before they, they, they did a little limit. Yeah. Thing. They had to do. Yeah. There was actually shit like that. So I'm saying it's like some people they they was so, and they was so focused on the fact that like well I was like they, they like a lot of people didn't like the fact that I didn't care about what they was trying to say, and it's like I, I, I was like I'm always gonna be my person. I'm gonna always be me. Mm-hmm. I'm Ramir. I'm mm-hmm. always gonna you know I don't I don't need anybody else to tell me that I'm cool to, to tell me that I'm a nice dude because I and then I know I know the type of person I am. I don't I don't need that other I don't need that um. That validation from somebody else. Very true. So I, I grew up. I grew up having that, and I grew up uh, already knowing that. So that's the, that's why I I grew up in such an open household that I, I already know. I, I know the type of person I, I I need to be, and I know the type of person I am. I don't need nobody else to tell me this. Like that, that, that's why I I really appreciate my mother and my and my family. You know, just being a solid union, a good circle. Yeah, like it's, it's, and it's just. When growing in that, you know, you already know the type of people that is good for you and the type of people that are not good for you. Well, that's 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 what it's predicated on. It's like operating on a higher frequency. It's like after a while, you ever talk to some people like that? It's like, well, I can tell. It's like, what's the shit you you sent me? It's like, yo, I can see some of the light or whatever that you're putting out. It's like literally, it's like once you set yourself on that higher level, or once you get set on that higher level and you run with it, and you start to operate with other people on that higher level, it's like now it's like what the it's like someone comes up to you, it's like. Oh well, that's such a, a good shit that you're doing. That's a high level. It's like this is normal for me. Yeah. Right. This, this is, is every day. Is I wake up on shit. this. Yeah. Literally, it's like I, that's what that's a thirty cha- thirty day challenge. I'm like, you know, you wake up to a lot of shit. Like wake up to something that's gonna motivate you. Set your screen to something because maybe you get some messages that piss you off. Maybe you see this bullshit on social social media, Twitter especially. After eleven o'clock, I had to legit delete my Twitter and stay away from regarding relationships. Social media is fucking cancer. And sometimes... Oh, so toxic. Yes. Because, like, they... Okay, here's the thing. Cheating is this. Cheating is bad. Cheating is this. And then they'll post a meme. It's like, when you're with your side bitch and, yeah. and your main bitch calling you. When you're yes. with your side bitch, It's like, oh, my God. Are we for it? Because, like, you people are, like, laughing about, ha, 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 ha. That's so funny. You're liking it. You got pages, like, world star promoting that shit. It's like... Li- I'm not saying like we have to be Yoda. We have to be surrounding ourselves with every bit of intellectual stimulation 24-7. But damn it, if we can cut out some unnecessary shit, like I legit, I remember, 
like you gotta know yourself. Like I'm sensitive to my surroundings. I'm like, I gotta unfollow Shaden. I gotta unfollow World Star. I can yeah. look at it if it pops up on my explore, but that's it. I'm not gonna deliberately subject myself to this ignorant shit every day. So maybe they post something motivational like twice a week. Monday motivation, fine. But then like an hour later, uh-oh, uh, we spilled the tea on Cardi B and Offset cheating. Like, really? Like, there are people that literally read that shit as though it's the fucking news of the day. Yeah. And it's like, they don't take time to reflect. They, they go home back in the same cycle. They're like, man, I'm just living. It's like, what do you mean, man? I'm just going to work and I'm just trying to live. Do you have any dreams? Man, we ain't got some. Bro, man, fuck that. It's like, you're literally, you're around people that are dead. It's sad, yeah. too. Like, it's easy to rip them to shreds, but it's so fucking sad. And maybe we can try to wake them up, but at the same time, it's like, here's here's how people look at it. And I I give the Jehovah's Witnesses their fucking props. props because here's props. what they do. They will knock on your door, they will give you the stuff, and if you, whatever you do with it, whatever. But they don't force it to you. It's like, they, they, they plant the seed, they, they literally, and you do with it what you want. That's what, that's what we gotta do. It's like, yo, here's some motive. Like, literally, I tell people, like, especially for females, like, you really want to sign to a female's DMs? Give her something motivational. Give her something good. Like, give her, like, just, like, anybody's DMs are really, like, if you're a female trying to, if you're a guy trying to get a female, it's like, talk about something of value. Females meet, like, a lot of different guys every day. They, they come across so many different guys. Talk about something of value. The first, what you're talking about will set you, Atlanta, I shit you not. They're females, like, in their low 20s, their upper 20s. I've worked with plenty of females. Like, I remember being, like, the only guy at this one job, and I was working with a bunch of females. I hear them talk about it, and it's like, there's even a post that came out, an article. Atlanta's one of the, one of the worst places for dating. Look this shit up. And let me tell you, I know this from personal fucking experience. When I tell you all the guys I've met in the last two months have been so trash, I'm just like, I'm just done. I'm just done at this point. Because it's like, what are you... What can you pour into my cup? Because I'm willing to pour, I'm willing and ready to mm-hmm. pour into yours. But what are you going to pour into mine? Yeah. Because we're climbing and we're building, and it's just like if you cannot feed me positivity and knowledge, I can't learn from you. Yeah, well, what do yeah, you yeah, have that's, that that's, I don't? That's, I'm def- like that's 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 <laughs> what I put in my. I think I put that in my second podcast. I'm like, drop the nigga mentality. Cause literally that I I went on a fucking rant. I was fussing. I had to cut it in the, at the end and then splice it. But I'm like. Literally, that nigga mentality is fucking us up. It's like, yeah. it's like, okay, you, you see the movies, right? Here's the example. It's like the girls ask, "Oh my god, like, this jazz? Why are you with Rick? He's an asshole. He's this." Okay, maybe that hood mentality, or maybe that hood picture, is your persona. Maybe that's your outward appearance. But deep down, she's like, "Oh, you know, you guys see him as this, but deep down, he's a good guy." Fine. Maybe your hood. Maybe that's like your persona. That's your swag. That's how you present yourself. So be it. Whatever. Cool. But deep down, who are you? But there are some guys that's like they're like that and on the outside, they're like that on the inside. They don't have no other And yeah, and it's like and it's like even it's even like some females, it's like literally it's like some people, it's like they get so caught up trying to like fucking bash, bash, bash. It's like there there are other females making videos like, yo, okay, you say it's about guys, but what do you have to offer? It's like what it's like, literally, it's like, guys can't talk about girls, girls can't talk about guys, because it's like, what happens, I say it's like, it's all one big pile of shit. We've all done it, we, we all talk about, you know, the different sexes, but it's like one big tile, pile of shit, right? So it's like, well, here's where your shit comes from, and here's where my shit comes from. And it's like, either way, it's all bullshit. So there's, there's just, like, literally, 
Like that's why you gotta stay off of social media about relationships though. Yeah, yeah. It's so yeah. fucking toxic. If I get into a relationship, never I don't, post. I don't, I don't post my stuff. No, anymore. no, because I'm post. kind of a private type of person. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like once you let more people into your relationship, mm-hmm. that's when it starts. You maybe to get one picture at most. Yeah, like, like you'll get their fucking fingers. Like, yeah, it's like <laughs> you, you, might, you, might see, you might see one picture, but it's like other than that. You're not really gonna see too much because I don't want you. I don't really need you in my business. I don't need no. you putting your energy in yeah. this relationship. Exactly. Even, even when I, I even I, I remember saying that I'm like, even when I get married and I have the kid, no one's gonna know my wife is pregnant unless it's me, the family, or people that see her. Because yeah. there, there are evil people that will. Why is this nigga so happy? I have they literally heard they literally do that. Wish bad early. I've heard girls go, "Yeah, I can't wait till they break up." Because they're trying. To, I'm like, you're wishing evil on someone's yeah, happiness. Say, oh man, there ain't nobody. And then like, they, they be like, "Oh my go god!" Your, uh, go into your um, comments and be like, "Oh, you so I, I'm so happy for you." And then and then they'll speak bad about your relationship and oh and, yeah, and you're happy. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I, I, it's, a, it's plenty of people who who come up to me and like, "Why are you so happy for?" It? It's like I don't got nothing to be mad about. Like I, I, I wake up when I wake up for me every day. I wake up is a, is a blessing for me because I, I, somebody might not be waking up That's what I tell so I, I wake yes. up with the energy I wake up happy I wake up you know I, I wake up feeling refreshed and I wake up Knowing that I, I I'm able to live and start another day off, yeah. good. And it's like, it's like literally, that's and, what it is. And it, it it don't matter if I, I could be I can end up having a shitty day, but the fact that the fact of the matter is that I still chance. come off as being happy because of the chance. fact that I'm I'm still alive. Like I, okay, I might have I might have did kind of bad on this test, but it's it's one test out of many that I can I can easily back up on. You know what mm. I'm saying? So it's like yes, through my life I'm I learned not to you. not to stress over so many things and not to let. Other people really just get to me because, like, like I said, some people just come up to me. It's like, why are you so happy? You always smiling. You always, you always seem like you're, you're, you're good. It's like, which is I'm, the I don't got nothing question. to be mad about. Literally, it's like, or even if you're like, like straight faced, it's like, like, Roland, are you mad? No, no. no. Well, you're not like you're not happy. Well, okay. Well, I'm mad. neutral, or maybe yeah. that doesn't necessarily. Mean. It's like people assume. It's like people are so like they think they're like creating some logical like. Just path this like no, that's just your ideological presupposition that just renders no output with regard to the specified interest. It's like literally, it's like in this instance, you see me as coming off like this. He's not smiling, so he has to be mad. Yeah. No, I'm not smiling because I'm not fucking smiling, you idiot. Going off that, like sometimes on those rare days when I'm not like cheesing or I'm just I'm I can I can be in my room, somebody can come in as or I can be at, um around campus and just chilling. Mm. And somebody come up to me that yeah. has seen me and they're used to me like being really like yeah, yeah, cheesy. Yeah. They come up to me it's like well, is everything wrong? Is something wrong? You're not. You're, you're yeah, not yeah. cheesy. You're not happy. No, I'm straight. Yeah, and then they don't. And then they don't believe me yeah, like that. It's yeah. like, oh no, it's so, it gotta be something wrong. Cause yeah, yeah. And that's happen. when it becomes problematic. So it's like, it's okay, yeah. You plant the right seed, and it, it, maybe you have the intention of, you know, maybe I'll go check on it. But it's like now you're forcing. That's when it becomes. It's like it used to be something good, and now it's like no, no. There's something wrong with you. Yeah, I know there's something. And they're poking you with a fucking stick. It's yeah. like no. Now you're. And then when you get mad, oh, he got an attitude. Exactly. I never seen you out like this, but you kept on poking and prodding me. Yes. So obviously you wanted a reaction out of me, and yes. now that you're getting a reaction, yes. it's like you, you try to use it to Fine. your advantage. You know. So that's why I, I appreciate the people who, when I say nothing's wrong, it's oh, they go on about their day. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Either they, we, we, you, they yes. we started, we can start a conversation, mm-hmm. and they go about their day. 
So I, I don't, I don't like people who don't poke and prod me, and they just, and they just understand the fact that I might just not be smiling Value at this moment. Them. It's Value. cool. That's good. I appreciate them. Cause it's I, like people, you know, it's like there's some people. It's like they just, they don't get it. It's like what? I forgot what I was gonna say. But it's like what happens when when you don't express yourself? You don't have to share your energy with everybody. Right, you could you not protecting it if you do. It's not meant for everybody. And maybe if you and if you do share your energy with everybody, maybe it's not such an outward expression. Maybe it's like it's something. It's like Subtle. I can look at you and mm-hmm. there's something there's something different about her. I look at him. There's something different about him. And you know that's that's. I think that's the real glow because that's what Alan Watts says. He's like growing starts inside and then goes outward. Just like a right. plant, it starts in the soil and grows up. Mm-hmm. That's why earlier you were talking about, I think that the ideology of uh, working on yourself first, I I follow that. Mm-hmm. And the reason I say that Absolutely. is because, you know, I have the light in me sees the light in you. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, how can, how can I work on you when my own soul is shadowed? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because the best thing I can do for you is to let me... Let me come into my full form. And and just standing next to you in my full form, you will receive something. Mm. Whether it just be, wow, look at that person. That's something I want to be. You don't have to say anything. That's what what people say. I think it's like, you know, it's like some people say that they're like, you know, well, it's like there's this one song. It's like the God in me. You know, it's like there's a belief like, you know, there's something that say like, you know, we're gods or whatever. And, you know, I, I kind of see what they mean by that. It's like, even if you just look at God in general, it's like, you notice there's something, like, I think it's the Bible and the Quran, they both talk about, if you look at that which is natural, you look at nature, you can see, like, God's hand is work, at work. Because, like, everything that's, you take a picture of, of something that's, like, a tree, the tree's not going to say, that's, the, that's my bad side. Mm-hmm. It's like, maybe we're perfect as in, we're perfect as in, like, we're what God intended us to look like on that level. We may not be perfect with regards to who we can be, but as far as like what our fate was as like to be who we are, that's how. But it's like that's what people talk about. It's like your God in you or the inner your inner glow. It's like it radiates. It's just like people. Some people literally. You there's this woman. She was like conflicted, and I looked at her, and I'm like, I'm not going down there. Rowan, help a customer. I'm not going down there. Help the customer. No. I, I swear to God, I get just a little close just to see what's up, just to validate my claim. That's the Virgo in me. I'm analytical as fuck. I'm sorry. But it's like, I'm like, I'm going to validate my fucking claim. I look at that woman. I hear her. And she's talking to the other lady that was telling me to go help. She's like, oh, yeah, I went through this. And her eyes are going to be. I went through this. And I felt this. And I saw this. I'm like, I fucking knew it. There was something radiating off of her, and I felt it from the other side of the fucking building. I'm like, I'm not going to go down there. And I literally stayed away from that area of the fucking deli for like the next 10 minutes. I'm like, no, I'm going to let that shit evaporate out the air. Like, I view it on the most metaphysical layer possible. I'm like, she's gone, so now maybe the essence will leave out, but then, you know, maybe the essence that lingers, it has to go out the fucking door. So maybe more people come to that door, it just gets blown with the wind. Like, literally, like, the, the vibes that people have, it's like... That's what, that's how empathy, that's what empathy is predicated on. Or sympathy is like, I look at you and I feel what you're feeling. I hear you. It's like, you're not literally that person, but it's like, if, if you see a movie and someone's getting their fucking chest like 
ripped open by a monster. It's like you're like, oh my god, that shit. It's like literally, like you see that, and people say, well, horror movies are fake. It's like no, because our imagination is real. Maybe it's just not manifested on a physical level all the time, and maybe it is because it's like. You look at the buildings in Atlanta, that started as a figment of imagination. It's like, hey, I have a blueprint, I want it to look like this, and now you have the Bank of America building. That's the easiest building to notice. Now you have the fucking varsity. Hey, I want a building that looks like this type of retro fucking like restaurant. And that's their imagination. Like, so it's like horror movies, literally, you see some of that shit, like, I can look at some horror movies, but other ones, went to sleep one night, I couldn't fucking sleep, I was scratching my back, like, I couldn't fuck, I literally, like, you have to know if you're sensitive to your surroundings. And maybe you have friends like, oh, you fucking pussy, oh, you can't do this. It's like, good, say what you will about me. I'm protecting my energy, fuck you. It's just that simple. Like, literally, I tell people every day, I never leave the house. And because, like, this is just how I was raised. Like, I never leave the house without my book. I never leave the house without my fucking knife. I never leave the house without my fucking gun. I never leave the house without my fucking middle finger. It's like, literally. (laughs) Because you never know who you have to give that middle finger to when they come at you. It's like, what do you mean you want to do something positive for yourself? They make fun of you. Fuck you. Keep doing what you have to do. Oh, look at you. You're scared of this movie? Well, yeah, because I know I can't handle that. Fuck you. Keep going. Like, literally, people are fucking cancerous. I swear. It's like, we all have bad, but some people, it's like, by default, they're shitty. Like, you can't help it. So you just gotta fuck you and keep it going. Pause. Hi, I'm Michaela, and you're beautiful. Thank you. I've seen you before. I'm Jada. Really? Yeah. I know that one day when Pilates... And then, oh, oh you okay? I didn't see your face that much, but I remember you being. And I know for Peaky Promise when we were doing that little fashion show thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a small world. My, my memory is really I mean, bad. Supposed to walk up and yeah, I know you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're, we're, we, I mean, we went on like an hour and a half rant. Oh, I, was, I mean, I guess, that's, I guess that's it for the podcast. But 